Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word for the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, February the 12th, 2024. It's the day after the Super Bowl. Um, so yesterday was the Super Bowl. Kansas City and San Francisco went into overtime. Kansas City pulled it out. Can't deny the fact that they're a really good team. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people, including myself, who have a little bit of Kansas City fatigue, but can't deny the fact that they're really good. So um, can't take, you got to give them credit. But it was a good game, really good game. But well, it's good to be back after last week. I was out of town in Nashville. And uh, so I was off the podcast for that week. Um, but I'm back with a cold. So great. Yeah, got back Thursday. And then Friday, I was like, hmm, I feel a little off. Then Saturday, every it was like uh, awake for two hours, sleep for an hour. Awake for two hours, sleep for an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. So somebody, oh, maybe I'm just tired from traveling. <clears throat> yeah, it might have been a little more than that. So, but, oh, well. But thank you guys for being on today. We are going to be uh, diving into the readings for the um, week leading up to, uh, and, well, and which includes Ash Wednesday, since this Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Um, and so this is the the readings for the last week. Um, of Epiphany, a week last week after Epiphany. And so we'll have readings for today and tomorrow, then special readings for Ash Wednesday. And then, of course, um, next week we will start the, um, the readings for uh, Lent. <clears throat> yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. So glad to have you guys on. <coughs> you may have a little bit of that to deal with. I apologize. Just a little, it's a little crud. Um, let's do it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. All right. So the readings for this week actually bring us over to Proverbs, which is quite a bit different, you know, kind of readings that we've been doing in the Old Testament. So Proverbs 27, 1 through 6. <clears throat> oh, did you hear that? My voice just kind of gave out there. Proverbs 27, 1 through 6, and then we'll drop down to 10 through 12. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let someone else praise you and not your own mouth. An outsider, not someone you paid to do it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, an outsider. <laughs> and not your own lips. 
stone is heavy and sand a burden, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Mm. Isn't that true? Um, <clears throat> the um, when a fool is provoked, it's just a, it's a, it's da- more dangerous than than uh, stones, <laughs> more of a burden than sand, because you can't reason with a fool, right? So when a fool is provoked, it's worse. Verse four, anger is cruel and fury overwhelming. But who can stand before jealousy? Hmm. It's basically saying that there's a sense in which jealousy is even more dangerous, um, cruel, and sinister than anger. Better, verse 5, better is open rebuke than hidden love. Ooh, isn't that true? It's better to be to have good someone to give you feedback, give you correction, <clears throat> than to hide than to hide hide love. Hidden love is not good. Better is open rebuke than hidden love. And it's also true that rebuking is loving. Right? To hide a rebuke that will help someone is actually not loving. If you know, if you have a relationship with them. Um, if you have a relationship with them, then you know it's um it's not kind to withhold a um words that may help them, right? So maybe that's a word for somebody today. Maybe there's someone in your life that there's something you need to say to them. There's something they need to know. There's something that would help them. And perhaps you've been withholding those words because they're hard to say, but they're really, really important. Open rebuke is better than hidden love. Verse 6, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Because if a if a friend if a friend hurts you, it's no you know it's not because they intended to hurt you. You know it's because it's for your good. So a wound from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy they just they, they there's just an, multiplies kisses, right? Um, you don't really know what they're about. All right, let's drop down to um, verses ten through twelve. Do not forsake your friend or friend of your family, and do not go to your relative's house with this, when disaster strikes you. Better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away. Hmm. Proximity, right? Um, yeah, a friend that says they're a friend but never shows up as a friend probably ain't a friend. Right? A friend that claims to be a friend but never shows up as a friend when you need a friend probably ain't a friend. 
the person that we mean to be overlooked as not a great friend, but always seems to be there when we need them. Mm, that's probably the friend. And um, a challenge for us to be that as well, right? To be that kind of person for other people that shows up when they need us. It's a challenge. Verse 11, be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Then I can answer anyone who treats me with contempt. The prudent see, this one of my favorites, verse 12, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. So the prudent, the wise, see danger coming. They think ahead, they plan, and they divert, divert, divert. Right? They make preparations to avoid what is uh, surely going to cause a problem. But the simple... Just keep going. Just keep on going. And they end up paying the penalty for their foolishness or for their um, unwillingness to adjust. That's a lot of wisdom for that in so many areas of life, right? For relationships, finance, financial life, your spiritual life, physical, <clears throat> right? Like the... Um, the prudent, the wise says, look, if I keep doing, if I continue on with this behavior or if I keep on doing this or if I keep neglecting that, then this is going to be the end result. I see the danger coming. And so in light of that, I'm going to change corrections. I'm going to make some changes. The simple just keep right on going, you know, with blinders on. And what happens? They end up paying the penalty. All right, Philippians chapter 2. Welcome, everybody. So glad to have everybody on. Philippians chapter 2 is quite a bit different. Philippians, um, I know this chapter. I didn't do my um, I didn't do my homework ahead of time, getting all the, getting the pages marked. Is uh, Philippians in the New Testament? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Galatians, Ephesians. There we go. There he is. Found him. Got him. All right. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. Great chapter. Great verses here. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys are off to a great Monday morning. When I went on to the audio podcast today, they threw me a little curve, I have to tell you. You know, I do this in the morning, so you know, you know, how, you know how mornings are. You don't really want to think; you just want to kind of go through the routine. And so, setting up the audio podcast is pretty much I can do it almost blindfolded because it, it's the same thing every time, right? You just go click, 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 pull, pull, click, doom, dun, dun, I'm ready to go. Well, they changed the dashboard, so I go in there to get set up the audio podcast, and all of the. <coughs> excuse me, all of the um, audio bank that I've created, you know, with the intro and the outro and all that stuff is gone. Like, I don't need it's not even on there. And so I guess starting in June, they're doing a, they're going to convert over to this completely different platform to create the podcast. And so they hid where the old dashboard is. So I kind of had a little panic moment right before I came on. I'm like, ah. So it kind of got me frazzled. But 
So I'm gonna now I've got to learn this new system, which I'm sure is going to be easy. The most, ironically enough, the newer systems end up usually being easier than the old systems. So I don't mind learning it, but I didn't want to learn it at you know six forty in the morning with only five minutes to spare. So fortunately, it's still there, and it looks like it'll still be there until June. So I've got a little time to figure out the new system. But anyway. <clears throat> Um, yeah. Philippians chapter two, verses one through 13. Welcome everybody. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, it's kind of an interesting little trilogy there. Encouragement from being united comfort from his love, common sharing in the spirit. And there's, there's more for a fourth, I guess. If any tenderness and compassion, a fourth and a fifth. So if you've received encouragement, comfort, a, sh a common sharing, tenderness, compassion. Yeah. All from being in Jesus. Yeah. Well, I, I think I've, I can say I've experienced all of those. How about you? Comfort, a common sharing, tenderness, compassion. I mean, God's people are amazing. I really mean that. <clears throat> the people of God are incredible. Generous, kind, loving, hopeful, caring. And um, I've been the, I've been the uh, recipient of all of those things from being in Christ and receive those directly from the Lord as well. A comforting spirit from the Lord. So, so he's saying, if you've received any of those things, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and, one, and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. This kind of go back back this kind of goes back to the proverbs uh right don't you know don't don't be boasting about yourself you know if there's going to be any boasting let other people do that if there's going to be any at all let other people do that don't don't go you know tooting your own horn as they say do nothing out of selfish ambition or vacancy rather in humility value others above yourself <clears throat> not looking to your own interests, but each but each of you to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Huh, that's interesting. I, I that that it's interesting the. Uh, the context of this in your relationships, because this this Christ hymn, which we're about to read, is powerful, but it's really important to remember that this Christ hymn, it, Paul is reminding us of this Christ hymn in the context of relationships. Like in your relationships, be like Jesus, and if you want to know what Jesus is like, he's about to tell us. But in your relationships, in the way you treat one another, in the way you relate to one another, have the same mindset that Jesus had, which was what? What mindset did Jesus have? So in our marriages, 
in our relationship with our kids, with our parents, with our friends, with our coworkers, with uh, our friends at church, <clears throat> have this mind in you, which was also in Christ. In your relationships with one another, have this mindset. Verse 6, who, Jesus, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hmm. Praise God. I mean, that's preaching right there, man. That's just flat-out preaching. That 6 through 11, that's just... That's just preaching. That's a really powerful theology. Um, you can just, you can just, you know, soak that in over and over. Um, all that is um, intertwined and entailed in those those words. It's the uh, power of the incarnation. <laughs> And the significance of the lordship of Jesus. I mean, it even it even um, dovetails with what we were talking about yesterday at church, with just going to find the one lost um, son or daughter, right? That um, so that they <clears throat> are given that opportunity to confess the Lord Jesus Christ, <clears throat> so that they can bow the knee to Jesus and receive all the benefits and blessings and the comfort and the encouragement and the compassion, all the things that began chapter two. Because when you, when your knee bows to Jesus, you receive all of those things. The comfort, the common sharing, the tenderness, the compassion. Yeah, we want people to experience that, right? Verse 12. Therefore, my Friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. <clears throat> for, it is God, it, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good pleasure. Hmm. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah, I think it's you know that's that's it's that interesting um, partnership that is throughout the Bible that we have with God when it comes to our salvation. Now we we do not save ourselves; we are saved by the free grace of God um, by faith in the work of Jesus. But we cooperate with what God wants to do in us. And as we cooperate with him, we, we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. What does that mean? That means we, <clears throat> we are constantly asking, how can I become more like Jesus? What does it mean for me to live as a follower of Jesus in this situation today, in this context, in this relationship, in this scenario, in this encounter, in this conflict? 
I'm working out my salvation with fear and trembling. I'm not saving myself, but I'm working it out. I'm fleshing it out. I'm living it out. And I think all of us could sit down right now, and if we were sitting over a coffee table, we could say, you know, I'm I'm working out my salvation with fear and trembling in this situation because I'm not really sure. Sh- I'm trying to figure out what the right thing is to do. And the fear and trembling is what? Like, seriously, like, I want to be a good witness for Jesus. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a seriousness to it. I'm not, I mean, my, it's to, to, just to approach our witness and to approach our salvation and approach the fact that we are representatives of Jesus everywhere we go. Uh, that, that carries a seriousness to it. So we, we work out our salvation with fear and trembling because we want to do the very best we can to do the right thing, to represent him well, to treat others well. And so um, I work out my salvation with fear and trembling. My inward salvation so that I can cooperate with the Holy Spirit and becoming more mature, but also cooperating with the Holy Spirit as it relates to my inter- in my engagement and interactions with others. Um, so Paul is saying, I encourage you to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So God is working in us, and we want to work with him. As he's working in us, we want to work with him to work out our salvation. Because salvation should be worked out, right? Salvation isn't just a thing that is inside although obviously it's, it's important inside, then the most significant work of the Holy Spirit is inside. But that work of the Holy Spirit works through us on the inside and impacts and affects our engagement with the world on the outside. And so we cooperate, we work out our salvation with fear and trembling, even as God is working in us <laughs> to accomplish His good purposes which is awesome to know, right? It's awesome to know that God is working in us and his desire is to work out his good purposes in us. He's does he's not working in us to harm us, he's not working in us to set us back or to stifle us. He's working in us uh his good his um his good purpose. And we want to cooperate with that. All right, let's jump over to John. Um is that right? Yeah, John chapter 18. John 18 15 through 18. John Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you guys on. Like I said, I didn't do my homework, so I don't have my page pages marked. So it's taking me a little longer to get from page to page. But here we are. We got that one. Got that one a little quicker than the other one. Um, John 18, 15 through 18. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known, <laughs> you have to believe this, John again, right? John just keeps saying it, you know. He made the point that he outrun, outran Peter, and now he's making the point again that, hey, I know the high priest, and the high priest knows me. And the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty, and, duty there and brought Peter in. <clears throat> you you aren't one of this man's disciples too are you she asked peter he replied i am not it was cold and the servants and officials stood around the fire they had made to keep warm but peter also was standing with them warming himself 25 through 27 
Meanwhile, Simon Peter was standing there warming himself. So they asked him, "Are you one of his? You are one of his disciples too, aren't you?" He denied it. I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter denied it. And at that moment, the rooster began to crow. Interesting readings today. A lot for us to think about from Proverbs, from uh, Philippians, um, to be humble, to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, <clears throat> not to be boastful or arrogant, um, to consider our, the direction of our lives and make adjustments so that they go the right way. <coughs> Yeah, so it's, um, and then of course Peter's um, deny the three denials, um, and Peter, you know, the beautiful thing about Peter's life is Jesus came and restored him and helped him to change, to redirect his life, even after these, probably he would, probably would be the low points of his walk with Jesus. Um. Kind of goes back to the idea, like if you've ever been a the recipient of God's compassion, <laughs> any any benefit from His love, Peter would be like, "I am, I've received the most," and so have we. Yeah. All right, you guys, let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you for the privilege that we have in this media to, um, in this medium to to pray and to read Your Word together. I pray your blessing upon each and every person. Help us to uh, consider our ways and to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, not to consider ourselves more highly than we ought, but to put others ahead of ourselves. Lord, help us to represent you in our relationships. As parents, as sons and daughters of God, as neighbors, help us, Lord, to represent you well. Thank you, Lord, for all of the compassion and tenderness and kindness and support that you've shown us and continue to show us. We are grateful for it. Lord, I pray your blessing upon each and every person. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friends. Thank you guys for being on today. We'll be back at it tomorrow on Mardi Gras. Tomorrow's Mardi Gras, y'all. Fat Tuesday. People going to need a lot of prayer tomorrow, man. A lot of prayer. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. Thank you guys for being on. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.